Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Entertainment Expansion. We're your host, Tyler Callahan and Mike Ferrante. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm telling you, Tyler, I don't know how I'm feeling today, but I've got time. Hopefully, you don't have time to die. No, in fact, I have no time to die. But oh. you know who did find some time to die? Yeah, uh, that's right. We're talking full spoilers here. James Bond's dead. Get the fuck over it. Okay, well, you know. I, I gotta say, I gotta rate you on that. Maybe five out of ten on the spoiler alert. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna do full spoilers for this movie because, um, to be honest, it's almost three hours long, and we can't really talk about it without spoilers. So yeah, that is, that's a big fact. So yeah, we're talking about No Time to Die. It was one of the first pe- movies to be delayed because of the pandemic. If there was no COVID oh. around, we would got it. This shit last April. We'd have had it for Easter last year. That didn't happen. Eighteen months later. It's here, the final Daniel Craig Bond movie, and it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was solid. I mean, it's one of the better Daniel Craig Bond films. Yeah, yeah, half of them. Again, not a low bar. Uh, sorry, not a high bar. Not a high bar. Well, <laughs> well, I, what do you I got mean, five movies. You know, like yeah, some weren't as good as others, but would you say they're bad movies? No, no, they're not. But, you know, when, when you have a high of Casino Royale, I kind of do feel bad for all the movies. When you start out. off that strong. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's very hard to follow up. Yeah. All right, so let's get started because there's quite a bit to go through. This is actually a pretty packed movie. Mike, I'll kick it off with you. What did you like about the movie? Well. Or do you want to start with what you didn't like and get it out of the way? Let's get, let's get it out of the way. I feel um, you want to talk about that first. I, I do. So something I wasn't the biggest fan of in this movie is the main villain. It, he kind of seems a little underwhelming. Like it's he started off really strong. Mm-hmm. You know, his first opening scene I thought was fantastic and got me excited to see him doing more. It's very tense. It was great. And then we just don't ever get that again. Well, I think like, it uh, right. doesn't help that after the opening scene, cool. you don't see him for a good hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, they dragged Christoph Waltz into that shit again, unfortunately. You can understand if they're like, hey, listen, we want to return as a uh, field. He's like, I'll do it if you kill me as soon as you see me. All right, fine. You got a deal. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit again. Right, it could be another way. He'd be like, look, I'll come back if you do my character justice. He's like, uh, no, you're, we're going to kill you off. He's like, oh, has that paycheck. It's looking pretty good. All right, I'll do it. I mean, it ain't as good as Tyrese, I'll tell you that. But exactly, exactly. Really I, I would not, agree with you. Yeah, that's... very underwhelming. You know, unfortunately, they could go with the script, though. You know, he wasn't given a lot. No, it's he possible. wasn't. This was a film that had a lot of rewrites. So kind of quantum solace vibe. No, no, no. It's not quantum solace. Quantum solace was they had no script because of the writer oh, strike. Yeah. When Daniel Craig and the director tell. are writing the pages a couple days before filming, that that's not this. Yeah, well, you, you couldn't really tell. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, well, when Daniel Craig's rocking on set one day, you know, every other day, and like the director and him are going over what to exactly say as they get the set ready, it's like that's not that's not great. The issue of No Time no. to Die was it was originally a Danny Boyle film, who then left. You got you know Fukujima who did the first season of True Detective, so. You bring in Phoebe Walter-Bridges toward the end, punch up the script, you go to filming. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen 
you could say. And, you know, I mentioned to you, to you this before, but I think with this, them knowing this is his last film, there is no like, we're going to throw $100 million at him. He's sick and tired of it. This is it. That we're going to do a big send off for him. They focused on giving him the send off first. That's the most important thing. And I think they succeeded. But they, they did. It but cost what, us a good villain. Yes, it did. And I will give you this. The issue with Rami Malek's character, and I'm not going to say his acting, because again, I assume a lot of the stuff he did is in the script. It's what the director wanted. Fine. He's doing his job. There's no, I never got a sense of dread or like a sense no. of like, I didn't feel scared by him. Not at all. That's kind of, it's kind of the issue. Like, um, he was just kind of, you know, your standard mm-hmm. rich guy who's got power over people. Yeah. Or not even rich. I mean, technically, I guess he could be rich. But even Mr. White no. was very, uh, like, he, you knew there was something off about him in Casino yeah. Royale, and then obviously in Quantum. And he's not even, like, one of the big major villains, but there's a presence about him. And same with Christoph Waltz with, uh, with Blofeld, even though the movie wasn't great. You, you, you gotta, like, there was a presence that came off of him. I didn't get that with Rami Malek. No, you were just kind of like, all right, is, when, when is Rami Malek going to cry in this scene? Is it going to happen? Yeah. I mean, look, uh, his plan, so I thought his plan was interesting in that he wanted to wipe the population, make the earth cleaner. But that's, and... like, that's like every other villain. Though. Oh, no, like, hold, on, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was saying it's it's unique, and I was looking to hear why he wanted that, but we never got it. And then at the end, it's like, oh, well, he's actually just going to sell it to the highest builder, bidder. So cool, you're just a generic arms dealer. Bad guy. Okay. Yep. You're Whatever. just a generic bad guy. Because up until up until then, I thought, like, okay, well, you know, it's kind of generic killing the population, but like, hey, you know, he's trying to do something unique here, and no, he's just he's just the arms dealer with a high tech weapon. Okay, whatever. Yeah, and let's uh, let's not to mention the movie ended awfully abruptly. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a thing I was not too big a fan of. They're like, all right, uh, Bond's dead. Let's wrap this up. Let's let's not even talk about anything else that was going on in the story. Yeah, I'm, sa- I'm saying you know we could get into some serious shit over this, and then having no repercussions that we see. Yeah, the entire third act is, well, you know, I had to tell the prime minister, the, the, the Russians, America, you know, the Chinese are asking what we're doing with the, with the boats and the planes over the island. It's like n- yep. nothing. He keeps his job. Well, I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it seems like he keeps his job. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm curious what the next mission is, maybe as a tease for, you know, the, the new double O agent, right? Don't see what she does. Money Penny? She's still a receptionist? Maybe. Yeah, well, listen. You, sh- you shoot your shot, unfortunately. <laughs> well, she definitely shot hers. Yeah, that bugged me because, look. So happened to be in into James. Like, y- you have us committed here. You're right at the end. I don't care that, look, the movie's almost over, right? It's basically over. And it's almost three hours. Give us the extra five, ten minutes to wrap up these characters. Because we don't know if they're coming back for the reboot. We don't. No, definitely not. You might, you might pull an M. You might from, you know, bring, like how they brought over Judy Dench. You might bring over some of these characters, but we don't know that. And the next Bond movies, let's be honest, it's not for another four or five years. Give us a wrap up with these characters and we can put it to bed. 
but the fact that they have one toast and it's like, all right, we're done. Yep. Like it shows you really can't operate without Bond. Pretty much. And it's like they're like, all right, guys, let's let's wrap this up. See, that's, actually- that's the fun- that's the funny thing about the ending. That wasn't even they were toasting to James Bond. They were toasting for the wrapping of filming. They're like, all right, last last scene of filming. Let's, <laughs> let's get a toast in here. Yeah, they just filmed the after party. Well, there was no dialogue after that. There was there was nothing after that. Well, yeah, it was just Madeline driving back to Italy. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, let me tell you about a man I once knew. Fuck you. A man I once knew for only a few weeks who got me pregnant and then left me for five years, only to come yep. back for another few weeks and then die saving the world. Yeah. I can totally, like, I get it, you know. Great bad. man, killed my father too. Yep. Uh, oh, no, 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 it was suicide. It was suicide. Oh. Oh, okay. He put the gun on the table. He didn't hand him the gun. He, all right. You, come on. You can't say he, he didn't hand him the gun because he didn't have a gun before James gave it to him. But that's not James killing him. He put the gun to his head. All right, that's the same level as Batman. Like, oh, yep, I didn't kill anybody. I just, you know, kicked this guy in a hallway and then threw a grenade at, at him. That, that I, didn't, I wasn't the one who no, killed No, no, that's not the same at all. That's not the same at all. <laughs> okay, here's a better one. Yep, I threw this guy into a wall and then I slingshotted a fucking giant crate into him. I didn't kill him, the crate did. That... You, you got to stop. You're not making sense right now. That's not the same at all. Like, like it, it, if funny. if Bond threw the gun at Mister White's face and a bullet just discharged at the same time, fine. Bond killed him. But okay, fine. He killed his father, or he assisted in the father's death. Yeah. Okay. Severe, severe assistance. A severe assistance. Again, the soundtrack. To go off your neg- negative about how they wrapped up too fast, one of my downsides to this movie is I wanted to see more interactions between Bond and the cast. Specifically, okay. there's a lack of Bond and Money Penny. Uh, Q gets one or two good scenes in, but otherwise he's just on the back side. Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't do a callback to Skyfall on this. I gotta say, because I remember, and this is partially because I rewatched some of the Bond films before watching this. In Skyfall, Q can't make the trip to China to give Bond the equipment because he's afraid of flying. So Moneypenny had to go. He got over that real fast. He got over that for this mission, for this big final mission. He had no problem being on a military you know, jet to help Bond out. I think maybe a quick reference tag, either from him or Bond, I think would have been nice. But I think it's a missed opportunity. Uh, and personally i did not like m and bond going at each other's throats for half the movie i feel that's kind of played out i thought i thought it worked well we didn't see that at all before i mean there was a little you know a couple snide comments here and there in skyfall but i feel like inspector they kind of got their shit together a bit and then now after the five-year gap it's like well fuck you no fuck you well felix is dead i'm sorry but fuck you and it's like are we really doing this Uh, all of specter just died at one party and you're arguing already. Like, come on. Makes sense. Come on. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's another thing that wasn't too great. It was a great action scene. But you're telling me all the Spectre, all of this high-end secret organization attends one party because they're so confident they will kill Bond and they all die. Yeah. Like, well, I'm to wondering- be fair. Yeah. 
the chances were looking pretty good of them killing Bond. I mean, yes, because even if the virus th- spray didn't work, they all could have just tackled and killed him. Yep. So, you know, there, there's some good opportunity for them to be able to kill him. You know, unfortunately for them, they also had time to die. Oh, they did. <laughs> they all had time to die that night. Pretty much the whole movie is actually not about not having time to die. It's about having the time to die. And a lot of people had it, let me tell you. I mean, I know you had an issue with the title, but yeah, this title didn't really fit well. Um, no. It didn't have no, it a direct did connection to anything in the movie. Except for saying it once. And like, oh, there it is. Roll credits. Yeah, but, but like Casino Royale. Okay, well, obviously that makes sense. Kwamasaws, Full Quantum's The Organization. Skyfall, yep. the Bond's home, Spectre, organization, no time to die. Uh, he said the line. Yeah, pretty much it. But I think that's enough of us kind of bitching about it. I think... Yeah, it's uh, kind of weird how we just but, spent the last 10 minutes bitching about the movie. But it's a good movie. It's actually a good movie. It, it is. It actually is. It just has some problems. And yeah. if you take anything away from what we were just saying, mm-hmm. it's because of kind of the ending. Think about it. The ending and, you know them just wanting to give Bond a send-off. That's really all it is. Yeah, I mean, going back to, to what I said, like, they clearly focused on giving Bond a send-off, and it works. And I think it does. So let's just bring it back to the beginning. One, The first thing they did right is that they picked up immediately after Spectre. Immediately. Yes. And I love that. I also liked in how they're trying to get away, well, as a throwback, and to kind of wrap up Casino Royale, we have Bond properly say goodbye to Vesper. At her grave. I think that was one of the best moments in the film. I thought he would have been over that already, to be honest with you. I don't think he clearly ever was. Yeah, I don't know. What, how many times are we going to see that? Well, I mean, at the end of Quantum of Solace, he's kind of like just cold-hearted about it. But, uh, you know, I think after the events of Skyfall and Spectre, like, yeah, they don't really bring it up. But, you know, you don't really see him in a relationship afterwards. No, you don't. But um... I, I thought it was a touching moment. It yeah. was. And then, you know, he gets blown up and all of that. Also, I really like the sound effects, the, the sound editing for when it blows off and, like, you have the ear ringing and, like, he yep. can't hear. He's just yelling at a phone because, obviously, he can't hear because he just explosion went off the next one. I thought it was really well done as well. Just because a lot of movies do the explosions and they're like, they're fine. Yep. No, he did no. it pretty realistically. He's slow getting up. He can't hear shit. It's like, what? That, and that happened several times in the movie, too. Yeah. And that uh, hallway fight scene where the grenade goes off and gets blown back, he gets stunned. Mm-hmm. It's a great track and one shot. Too. The, like, the action in this film, yeah, ooh, it's really outstanding. Good. Yeah, I gotta say, the action in this film might be the best in the Bond films. I think it also helps that there's actually quite a bit of it compared to the previous Bond films. Like, yes, Spectre didn't have that many fight scenes at all. No, except you know with Batista, and that's about it. Yeah, you got Qu- Quantum had a little bit. I mean, not, not I'm, I'm at Casino. Casino had a, had a little bit. Well, Quantum had a bit as well, but that also kind of makes sense because it was kind of like a revenge spy film. Like, he's just going after people, after people. It makes sense there's a bit more fight scenes. But also, Skyfall didn't have that yeah. many as well. No. It, not it had many. some, but not many. So, yeah, the action in this is also great. Uh, I also do think, besides the goodbye to Vesper and all that, I think the opening sequence, the first 15, 20 minutes, was also really just well done. It showed yeah. the fallout of Spectre, how, oh, shock, uh, the rest of Spectre still runs, even though you got Blowfield, which I thought was good, because usually when, you know, movies, you capture the main bad guy, they all just disappear. That's not how this works. But True. 
the action fight scene was great. I thought the goodbye to train was really well done. I think the time skip though was a little excessive. I think five years was a little too much, but I get what they wanted to do, especially with the kid. But what did you like about the uh, the beginning to like middle part of the movie? How they set up? Because basically the first 20 minutes is setting up the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, how do I put this lightly? So once again, I like the fact that, you know, Commissioner Gordon's in. Appreciate him. Yep. Outstanding actor. He also had a time to die, though. Yeah, he did. He did. did. Once again. Once again, we're going back to the title. It's false advertising. Everyone had time to die in this movie. Everyone. Yeah. Pretty much anyone that was in the first movie, dead. Because, you know, the original M's been dead for a while. But, you know, that's not here there. You know, the whole double cross thing, I was kind of like, all right, kind of saw that coming. Yeah, it's not too I, much of a shock, but yeah. Yeah, I did really enjoy the opening scene. I thought the opening scene was great with uh, Rami, Rami Malik's villain. Question, though, how fucking old is Rami Malik? Because he looked like he could have been, you know, in his 20s. Yeah, that was a small issue. I mean, Madeline's what, 10 to 12 there, and now she's, what, late 20s, early 30s, yet Rami Malik doesn't age a day? yeah like you're telling me he's like i mean i get it he has the burnt face that helps cover that up a bit but come on no gray hair nothing 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 like i could take his face with the makeup put in a couple strains of gray hair and be like okay there is time passed but like for madeline in the intro to madeline now is easily 10 to 15 years he hasn't aged a day nope but here we are shitting on the movie again so great opening scene you know, there's a lot of tension in it. You know, her getting shots off at him, but she did obviously she didn't watch Zombie Land. Double tap. Clearly. She double tapped him, would have been fine. Whole you know what? If she double tapped him, no one would have had time to die in this entire movie. Yeah, her her lack of double tapping is the entire reason this movie happens. It's her fault. Correct. It, technically, one could say that it's Madeline's Madeline killed James Bond. She did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but James Bond coming out of retirement to end Spectre because you know he still has some hurt feelings about that apparently makes sense enjoyed the whole swap of you know James Bond kind of getting role reversal picked up by the girl yeah that was actually his replacement so I thought that worked pretty well I think she was a good actress as well I mean she played like the young cocky 007 vibe she played that great yeah, except more by the book. That's another thing I really liked about the movie. I was like, all right, when's she just going to say fuck it? And then be like, all right, James is right. A lot of these guys just need to, need to go. Yeah, I mean, you know I, what I mean, yeah. I mean, the whole Cuba set, action set piece as well at the party, I think was, it felt like a good throwback to like classic Bond, right? Yeah, you, know, you have a shootout. He's wearing the classic tux. You had him, you know, martini. Yep. It's like, that's like, okay, well, before we get super serious into this movie, here's the fun throwback. Here's Bond as you remember him, teaming up, taking out the bad guys. Because after that, it's like, well, this shit gets serious. There's a virus. You know, he sees Madeline again. Well, he sees everyone again, basically. He's been gone for five years. Pretty much. He's everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The one scene with Blofeld, I thought was good which 
I mean, I do hand it off to Chris, Chris Alfalt's, you know, acting his ass off, being tied in a box. You know, he's only doing so yeah. much. I mean, he's always been an amazing actor. There's True. no doubt about that. The one thing that bothered me, though, well, and I understand, again, like, well, I'm orchestrating all your pain. If you knew the secret she was holding, oh, you know, it would kill you. I don't think the secret was that fucking big. I really don't. I think it was, though. I think it was. I, I don't think so. The secret of the kid. I think it was. Yeah. Well, what's he really going to be like? Oh, shit. You know, I, I think the bigger thing that kills him is the fact that he was wrong and it was actually Blowfield that, you know, orchestrated the bombing. I think that's a bigger thing. That well, I think it's that you know. leading into the big secret. So it's not just James, you know, like him being like, James, you know, I used your mistrust of people against you, right? Because you thought yeah. it was her. You ran away. And because of that, you missed the birth of your first kid and the first five years of that kid growing up. Well, we don't know if it's his first kid or not. You know, James Bond. Okay. A kid. Yeah. Missed the birth of um, a kid. Yeah, definitely did. But that's the thing. Like, with him coming back and seeing Madeline for the first time in five years, I think it's all that him realizing, like, he was actually not under threat at all. He could have a normal life in England, 007 have a wife and kid and because of his yeah. mistrust of people and because Blofeld used that he lost that he can't get that back that's true so I do think him saying like you know that's the secret that I, I do think it makes sense because they do mention he's the, she's the only person he talks to in the past few years it's the only one so I assume that's she brought true. it up at some point that she does have a kid. Yeah, I assume why, they got to talk. Why would she? Why would she even tell him that? Like, oh, you know what? Let me just tell this man's arch enemy. I don't by know. The way. I don't know. Yeah. Why would? Once again. No, hold on. If you're going there, we're we really going to be like MI6 did not check for his cybernetic eye. Oh, he's talking crazy. He's talking crazy to himself the past few months. No, he's giving out orders via his eyeball. Yeah, how did he even get that? Okay, even if he had its inspector, which now is five years ago, no one checked him for eyes? Like, hey, this eye looks weird. No, just he's talking crazy. Oh, Got it. No one gives a shit. But anyway, no again, cares. this is a good movie. This is a good movie. Yeah, I, I really didn't think we were going to shit on it this much. Um, but that being said, action in this movie, fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. That whole scene of them going through the basically the nuclear launch tub mm -hmm. it was giving me some john wick vibes and i really liked it i mean hey it's the final fight you got to go all out and they definitely did and they did they definitely did i mean it was a great send-off for daniel craig i will say that that is one thing it did absolutely well yeah, especially at the end with the missiles coming in it actually looked like it was yeah. well shot it was well acted and i do like how they the camera doesn't go away until right as the missiles hit the building like just so you are clear so everyone is clear he is dead he did not swim away he he's nope. limping up the ladder and the missiles hit he there's no way so he i thought looked. they were gonna do that i thought they were gonna do a switcheroo oh like like like, like the missiles hit and you see him on like the water swimming next to the island yeah i thought that was gonna be a possibility see when i was watching it i wasn't sure because I, I was able to not be spoiled okay, about really the, the balls to kill james Bond. I thought, see, I I knew it would have been a better ending if they killed them all. Sorry to all James Bond fans out there who thinks he should be invincible. I think it's a better send-off with how Daniel Craig 
version of Bond went, he had to die. He had to die. He wasn't yeah. going to get a happy ending. But I wasn't sure if they actually had the balls to do it. I think he got one already, though. What? A happy end. Well, he, he kind of did. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, to live happily with the wife he did. Yeah. But the moment for me well, where I realized, oh, he's going to die, is when Rami Malik shot him twice in the fight. I knew that was coming. You know, when, that's the funny thing. When that happens, like that entire, uh, like, clear house scene, mm-hmm. where they're clearing out the entire thing. I was like, all right, when's he getting shot? Yeah. I know it's going to happen. Rami Malik's going to pop up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Just pop him. Because you haven't I seen know. him for a while. He just walked away. Yep. You see the other guys, but you don't see him. Mm-hmm. Yep. As soon as he got shot twice and he's in the water, like, all right, he's not making it out of here. Because they're making the big point. He's got like eight minutes left. And now he's alive, but he can't book it out of the building. So unless oh, they do some movie bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he's limping up the ladder is like, all right, yeah, he, he, he he's not doing it. Nope. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, and the ending was good. Again, just post him dying, it's, they could have added the extra yeah. five, ten minutes. But Honestly, the movie probably would have been better if they just ended it right after the fucking misses. Yeah, I would agree with you. I'd agree with because you. Because at least you didn't have the bullshit afterwards where you're like, all right, well, nothing else really fucking happened except for they're trying to do like a corny send-off. I think it would have been a more like jaw-dropping ending. Like, boom. Missiles hit James Bond dead. Cut the black. Crack. Run the credits, yeah. I think, yeah, it would have been a more explosive ending because, like, the scene with Madeline in the car back to Italy, no one cares. No one really yeah, cares. No. 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 Cool. You. Cool. You're going back to where to, to where you got pregnant. Okay. <laughs> You're also going back to where he dumped you for five years, but okay, sure. Yep. And then, yeah, like, the, the scene with them, you know, having, having, having a drink to bond, it's like, it's too short to matter. Yeah, and they don't really do anything with it. Yeah, no, I like your idea better. Like, the missiles hit. Cut to black, you hear the ringing of like the missiles, and then just cut to music and in credits. Yeah, I think it would have been a better way to end it. Would have been more impactful. Would have left people shocked. Like that's how it ends. Just yeah. boom, you see the missiles hit them. That, that would probably piss people off too. It definitely would. Well, I feel I feel when well, I've been reading some of the die diehard uh, core Bond fans, like they're not happy he died anyway. Yeah, but I mean, like it's gonna happen regardless, there, pal. You know, Craig was getting pretty fucking old, and he, he was looking in this movie. He was. He was in some scenes, yeah, definitely. I mean, again, you're playing a character 15, 16 years. You're going to look old at some point. It's true. But, I mean, listen, if Wolverine could have a death, James Bond deserves one as well. Exactly. Uh, I think, let's get the recommendations. As yep. much as we had complaints about the movie, and uh, I, I'm sorry, we need to stress it again. It is a good movie. Yeah, uh, it's a recommendation for me. Yes, you should watch it. Hundred percent, I'm recommending this movie because despite as many problems as we were pointing out <laughs> with the movie, it's it's really good. It, it really is. is. It does a lot of things well. You know, the ending just isn't one of them. Again, it's not the worst. It's just no could have been a little better. Absolutely. You know, let's let's put it this way: if I were to rank the movies. I would probably say Quantum of Solace is in last place. Mm-hmm. Right? That's that's what I'm just saying. Nope. Sorry. Not a fan. Then okay, it's look, Spectre. you don't have to keep rubbing it in, all right? Move on with the list. <laughs> then, it, then it's Spectre. Because that movie was kind of buns, if you're asking me. Then I would probably put No Time to Die. Easy, easily third place by a long shot, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. By a long shot, 
because the only reason why it doesn't beat out Skyfall for me is Skyfall had probably the strongest villain in any Bond movie. So when you have a good villain, that's pretty much it, it helps carry the movie and make it greater, you know. And obviously, first place will be a Casino Royale. Casino, come on, like that's that's no question that Casino was. I'm gonna say it. Everyone can fight me on it in the comments. Casino was the best James Bond movie ever made. All right. Well, my list is actually quite a bit different from yours. <laughs> uh, last place is Spectre. Yep, saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, fourth place, Quantum Third place, Skyfall. Second place, No Time to Die. And then, obviously, fourth place, Casino Royale. Reason for my switch, obviously, if anyone's listened to any of the uh, previous Bond discussions, that I prefer Quantum over Spectre just in general. They're both pretty close, but I prefer that one over the other. Uh, as for No Time to Die being second place, I agree with you with the villain in Skyfall is better. However, the third act, I just in general was not a fan of in total. Meanwhile, here, the only issue with the third act is the yeah. last five minutes of the movie. Well, guess what? I didn't have any problems with the last five minutes of Skyfall, did I? And that's why it's your second place. Oh, and the villain. At least we can all agree, Casino Royale is still the best of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no questions asked about that. Sorry to disappoint everyone who says otherwise. Nah, that, that's the one, Chief. That is the one. Mm-hmm. But as always, what were your thoughts on No Time to Die? Where do you rank it in your Bond films, the Daniel Craig ones exclusively? And do you agree with our decisions? If not, let us know in the comments below. As always, you can find us at Entertainment Expansion on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. As always, thank you for listening.